Welcome to Mr. B's Age of Enlightenment podcast, series one. Our episode today is Give Up, Take Up, Lift Up. And it's about living as a Christian during the season of Lent. So what's Lent, Mr. B? I hear you ask. Lent, well, its name comes from an old English word, Lenten, which means springtime. Why? Well, the first people to celebrate Lent did so in the Northern Hemisphere. We're living in the the last part of summer, and by the time we get to Easter, it's only six weeks away. Only six weeks to the holidays, yay! Back to Lent. In the Northern Hemisphere, Lent comes at the end of winter and is related to the changes in the environment. Springtime is a time of new growth and Lent is meant to be a time for cleaning away the griminess of winter. Lent is a time of hoping for salvation, the healing of lives broken by sin. That's the meaning of the word salvation, which we associate with Jesus. Now, this doesn't work well for us in the Southern Hemisphere if we focus on the environmental elements. Instead, we have to find other physical elements to relate to the purpose of Lent, which is the growth in holiness through growing closer to Jesus. So what are those other elements, I hear you ask? Well, Lent begins with Ash Wednesday, and it runs for 40 days, six weeks, not counting Sundays. Did you know that way back then, Lent began as the final period of preparation for people who converted to Christianity? They were to be baptised at the Easter Vigil Mass, That's the Saturday night before Easter Sunday. About 348 AD, Bishop Cyril of Jerusalem told those who were preparing for baptism in Jerusalem that you have a long period of grace, 40 days of penance. Grace? Penance? Well, within a century, the whole church was celebrating Lent as 40 days of penance. Fast forward to today, the 21st century, and Christians, especially Catholics, still celebrate Lent by praying, fasting, and almsgiving. No, not alms, A-R-M-S, like your left arm. Alms, A-L-M-S, are donations given to the needy. So Catholics today participate in Project Compassion. They give up something and donate the money saved as alms for the poor. When I was about 10 years old, I gave up putting sugar in my cup of tea. That Lenten practice has continued to the present day. I tried giving away the sugar. My dentist complained. So I had to find something else to give up the next Lent. So what are you giving up this Lent? I hear you ask. Well, I'm giving up supper, my late night snack. What are you going to give up? And if you're going to give up something, Are you going to talk to Jesus about it? There has to be prayer during Lent. If there isn't, then what you give up isn't worth much. If what you give up doesn't take you out of your comfort zone, and that might mean praying takes you out of your comfort zone, don't even try. And this is where the take-up bit fits. What you take up should be part of your prayer during Lent. I'm reading St. Matthew's Gospel. I started today. Ash Wednesday, today, is the first day of Lent. 
on my iPad, adding notes to my copy of St. Matthew's Gospel as I read it with Jesus, who's sitting there reading along with me. And I add notes about things that occur to me about my life. It's like a journal, a prayer journal. You should try it if you don't want to be a wuss. You know, the whole prayer thing leads to the third part, which is lift up. I'm starting with the Project Compassion Stories, one for each week, watching the YouTube clip, imagining myself in the story, walking in their shoes, and sharing some of what I earn with them through donating to Caritas. But the lifting up can't stop there. It has to happen here too, in my daily life, and in your life too. The lift up part of Lent turns us into good Samaritans. Nothing should stop us from lifting up those who have fallen, even those who might not be our favourite people. Jesus didn't discriminate. He even prayed for his executioners from the cross. So all three parts of Lent, the giving up, the taking up and the lifting up, all these have to be bedded down in prayer. Jesus, may good happen through the Age of Enlightenment. Amen.